episode of Around the Campfire. We're trying to make it a little bit more spooky, hopefully, maybe, for you guys, because it's October. I'm Catherine, and I am joined by Jackula <laughs> <laughs> and Gremlin Nicola. <laughs> hey. I thought you forgot our names, and I was like, oh, this does not fare well. <laughs> You called yourself Jackala because I drew you as Dracula. That's true. You you did. You did. But I was like, you were like, I'm joined by. It's like it's Catherine's battery died or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I my battery died. I need to to recharge. So <laughs> Catherine dot exe has, has shut down. <laughs> It did over the weekend. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just here. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Around the Campfire. This is episode 750. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you've missed everything between episode 6 and episode 750. You've been in a coma, and I am sorry. <laughs> but it's okay now. You're awake. Ah. I see you're awake. <laughs> Just to let y'all know, coronavirus is still there. <laughs> it's been 84 years. It's been 84 years since... Um, yeah, we're trying coronavirus. to... Coronavirus! <laughs> <laughs> with face masks attached to her face. <laughs> We're trying not to make this episode another randomosity, but it looks like we were worried that it would. It is. Um, again, welcome everyone to Around the Campfire. I'm Catherine. I'm joined by Nicola and Jackie. And thank you so much for all the questions from last week. They are amazing. And I loved answering them. They were fun. Yeah, they were fun. Mm. definitely people were hungry when they asked us those questions yeah yeah we may have to do it again and then you know then everyone can just be thirsty <laughs> it's like are you thirsty or are you hungry or are you just angry <laughs> i am all of the above i am in a constant state of that So we're trying, since it's October, uh, last week, our first episode, uh, last week on October the 1st, rather, is, uh, was the start of October. And we're like, awesome, this month, we're going to try to be as spooky as we can, or at least, you know, maybe try to, maybe try to, to get some, some semblance of spookiness going. I know that uh, we're doing our streaming on uh, Fridays and, and Mondays, but we're not really doing anything spooky during the streams until um, 
the 30th of this month and the 31st of this month where Nicola and I will be playing through Resident Evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is going to be fun. But yeah, just uh, that's, that's just going to be fantastically spoopy. It's going to be real spoopies over there. But yeah, um, <laughs> me and, uh, and Nicola have been doing streaming. We started last Friday. Um, Nick and I played Fall Guys this coming Friday. I'm going to be playing through a little game called Donut County, which is really cute. And Mondays, Nicola's going to be by her lonesome, but I will be with her in spirit. And she's going to be playing through doing episodes of games. So she's going to try to make it through as many games as she can in the in the time or as many as much of the game as she can in the time that that she's doing it so mm-hmm. this monday was dream daddy yeah so tune yeah. in till the next episode which will be like Catherine said monday uh so yeah started playing that yesterday technically yeah uh created daddy <laughs> like avatar daddy uh or should i say alistair Connolly. Yeah, that was his name. Uh, it put me on the spot. It's like, name your daddy. Thinking, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no, quickly, let me text it. Let me text everyone to figure it out. <laughs> I was like, what's a good name? I don't know. It can just say, like, either the cuddly looking ginger lumberjack daddy or the daddy in the coffee shop. Goth like, daddy all the way. The, 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 daddy, the daddy in the coffee shop. Matt with one T. I, I was goth daddy all the way. Not that Ned Flanders looking ass. The one that's like, you know, got the <laughs> step for children. No. Oh, Joseph? Yeah. Comes mm-hmm. through. It's like, so where's the missus? Thank you for reminding me of my dead spouse. Dick. <laughs> Wait, the one with the blonde hair? Yeah. And the creepy kids. Oh, the the priest. Yeah, he's a. I think. Oh yeah, a- the youth pastor or something. I'm thinking. Oh, so you're Ned Flanders? Okay, get your get you and your chinos off my doorstep. <laughs> okay, so some interesting little facts for you about Dream Daddy because like a lot of people kind of brushed it off, but the Dream uh, Dream Daddy was a uh, was put out there by the Game Grumps, which is um, a, a game well not gaming company per se, but. Um, I would would call them a gaming company at this point because they they've got you know like a they sell shirts they sell they have like merchandise they do and I know they also host um, tours like uh, that's what that's how when Jack Septic Eye came over to um, America to do his tour um, he went through the game game grumps touring company basically Um, and I know um, the uh, I think his name is Tucker um he recorded the entire thing i know he's trying to get like a dvd out of the tour but um but yeah so they do they do like a whole bunch of of stuff Uh, most people are familiar with the game grumps be uh, by means of their youtube channel um featuring aaron and oh crap danny oh Yeah, yeah danny um but yeah it was um revolutionary as far as representation of the lgbtqi community and um one of the 
one of the daddies has been confirmed as being transgender, which is just unheard of, which is kind of sad because I think I think you know transgender community definitely needs more representation. Um, and also you could make your daddy um, transgender as well. And I think it's just awesome. And so it's like, you know, no matter how you feel about, about the game itself, because it is just a dating simulator, basically. Um, I think you know, we got we gotta give credit where it's due of you know, this is this is amazing representation for this community. Mm. Mm-hmm. Another game that I'm interested in. I'm, I'm sad that it's not on PlayStation, but I know it's on Steam and I've got it on my wish list, and it's again. It's a game that's really good for representation for the LGBT plus um, community. And it's a game called Tell Me Why. Mm-hmm. And I think from what I can remember what they were saying about it when it was being released, it was um, one of the few games where the protagonist is transgender. And obviously there, I think it's a, there's a story behind these twins and mysterious circumstances surrounding their mother's death, I think it is. And I'm not exactly sure what the you know story story is. Um, I've not looked at any gameplay because I want it to be, you know, fresh from my own experience in that because you know I've watched a fair few gameplays and it's kind of ruined stories for me. Uh, Walking Dead season one being being the main one for me at least. But uh, yeah, and I know at some point I'll be streaming those series because I've technically not finished Clementine's story. I've not done season three and I've not done the final season. So that'll be essentially a blind playthrough. But as of, as of like seasons one and two, mm-hmm. I've, I've played them. So I, I know what happens. But, you know, at the same time, they're good games and it's a good story and good characters so i'll still be playing it yeah so um so there's a there both of the games and everything i've heard a lot of tell me why and i thought it was like really cool and uh i was like i don't have the system that it's on unless it is on the playstation but i don't have the money right now because i just pc and xbox (laughs) yeah if it's just on PC and the Xbox, I don't I don't have an Xbox uh, that could play it. I have an Xbox 360, but I don't have any of the newer ones. Mm. And my my laptop would definitely not be able to run it. Mm. <laughs> but I know it's from the the same company. I think it's from the same company that does the Life is Strange series, mm-hmm. which is another series that I'll be looking to divulge into because i i love that series it's a really good series because it's just so weird and you know it's essentially the choose your own adventure your actions determine the outcome of the story type of thing i i love those types of you know interactive games because you feel like you're essentially carving out the story it's not Mm -hmm. like this linear story that you know that everybody goes through everybody's got their own experience everybody goes through different you know, interactions and, you know, and everybody doesn't always get the same ending. Well, yeah. Red Dead's like, Red Dead's like that as well, but, you know. Yeah. 
I, I kind of, I was, I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine, uh, Joanna, the other day, and we were talking about how um, so many games kind of back themselves into a corner when it comes to like the choose your own adventure games. Um, mm-hmm. Because I mean, it's, it's a brilliant concept. It really is. And it, it really, it really drives home that consequences, um, like choices you make have consequences. But uh, with games like, say, um, Dying Light or Dead Island, they kind of backed themselves into a corner because of the way that those games ended. Um, there were two drastically different, well, not so much with, um, not so much with Dead Island, but with Dying Light. Uh, if you play Dying Light the following, there's, there's two very drastically different um, endings. And so it brings up the point of how are you going to continue the story into a into a second game? Because uh, with Dying Light, for example, the following is is not really a second game; it's just DLC. So it's like, do you do you just completely ignore your DLC and just move on, or how like how's it going to work? And I think that's one of the reasons why so many of these gaming companies struggle when it comes to pushing out a second or a third game is they've kind of backed themselves to a corner. So it, it is an art form having the choose yeah. your own adventures, but it can also be damaging to your yeah. to your gaming if you don't know how to continue it forward. Yeah, because I know it can be, it's a concept that could be either handled really well or mishandled and you know because sometimes it feels like you know your actions don't really have a consequence and you know and it's just it's a strange one but i know in the likes of um the life of strange games and a lot of the telltale games at least the walking dead is that well for example like i said the walking dead your actions in season one carry over into season two. And then obviously I think your actions in season two would carry over into the next one and then the next one, which it's like a really interesting way to, you know, like carry on the story and manipulate the story to how you interpret it. Yeah. And I think, um, I know one of the new ones that's come out is, um, it's a whole trilogy, but the first one was Man of Medan. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a really good example of how choices matter because like that completely dictates your entire gaming experience is depending on what choices you make along the way. Did they not say the same thing about, not that I've, played it really but i know that mass effect could be a prime example like your actions and you know like mass effect one determines who's alive and like you know mass effect two again it's a series that i've i've not played um but i would like to play if i I get the chance um again it's on steam and i've got it on my wish list um but i have a ass of a laptop that doesn't run games like that so <laughs> it's going to be on my wish list for a little while until I get a PC that you know can handle proper games like that so yeah I can't I can't do anything that's too terribly graphics heavy and I also can't do games that are too big 
Um, cause the, com- well, the computer that I got is, is really, really good. Um, as far as like graphics and such go, but it doesn't have a lot of memory on it. So yeah, I'm either going to have to get another hard drive and I just hope for the best or yeah. Um, I do know that when I tried to play, um, Red Dead, I, I got it for PC cause I wanted to give, I wanted to give modding a shot. Mm. Um, yeah it went full potato <laughs> like <laughs> like it was literally running it like it was such a heavy game that it was literally running at like one frame per second it was awful it was so bad oh my god which which just ch- which just tells you like the computing power you have to have and it's like but i cannot afford that computing power yeah. i am i am but a potato <laughs> It's like me trying to play Planet Zoo on my laptop. I want to play that game properly so bad, but again, Solaris laptop just doesn't just doesn't like it, which is weird because it can run The Sims. Just. It can just run The Sims. But it can't run that. I'm mad about that. <laughs> well, well, since we're on the topic of... We're not to zoo, damn it! <laughs> Since we're on the topic of like consoles and PC and all that stuff, I, I want to kind of change the subject ever so slightly and discuss like the the whole console war that seems mm. to be never ending as far as See, as far as the gaming community goes. When I hear console war, I just always think back to the Black Friday trilogy episodes of South Park. Which, if you've never watched South Park or that, I would recommend you watch the Black Friday trilogy to get a vibe of what South Park is. That's like, well, one of many episodes I would recommend, but you know, it's it's just so funny because it's it's a piss take of you know the console wars and Game of Thrones at the same time. <laughs> but um, no, it's obviously like Xbox versus PlayStation, and it's centered around you know, Black Friday and, you know, <laughs> I think the the shoppers are meant to be like the, was it the Nightwalkers, I think they are, or mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've, I've not watched Game of Thrones. Mm, I know. Heresy. Me, me either. Don't say that. Well, I watched some of it, but not all of it. Well, I, do, I do find it funny because this was obviously when I was still working at my old job. Uh, there was a, a notice board, like a comments board at the reception. Mm-hmm. And I remember passing by it when I was, you know, going about my job. And somebody had wrote, written down uh, <laughs> about how, you know, if they could get, you know, cable network and, you know, allocated basically additional time for, you know, the finale. Yeah. And I remember thinking, yeah. Yeah, the the bosses aren't the big bosses aren't gonna allow that. More, more for the fact it's like um, if you're able to watch that on you know like your cable network at home, you know, you can record it because mm-hmm. like you know most cable f- providers allow you know Sky Plus it just Sky Plus it Sky Plus it and watch it at home and it's just like well. But it's not the same then. I'll go home and then there'll be like spoilers everywhere. It's like, avoid the internet. That's what I do. Or try to, at least. That's a role that I've got when I'm watching a new Supernatural episode is 
if new episodes come out, I tend to avoid you know anything to do with that. I've done that with The Last of Us 2 as well. I muted a whole load of words because I didn't want to have anything spoiled. And then once I completed it, then I looked up stuff. And I was like, oh, that's what people were pissed about. <laughs> that's what people were bitching about online. It's like, ah. Oh. I get it now. <laughs> Yeah, it's I don't know. There's there's games on on all the consoles that are good and there's games on all the consoles that are bad. I think it's just depends on how you want to curate your game experience because there's there's a lot of games that were only specifically for each console. Hmm. You you couldn't play Nintendo games on like a PlayStation or Nintendo games on the Xbox, and you you still can't unless you do emulators or mods or you know ripping a game like a torrent, like a downloading a game or something like torrenting and stuff like that. Which but is I, illegal. Which is illegal. Yes. I'd love to be able to play Animal Crossing. I don't have a Switch. <laughs> yeah. So so it's sort of like um. Like I told I told my partner that I would like um to get both consoles, both the PlayStation 5 and the the Xbox. Mm. Currently currently the the PlayStation 5 is like pre-orders are just demolished. It was demolished the day that they that they announced that they were going to do pre-orders. They just demolished it. And so, you know, um it when if you do if you were lucky enough to get a pre-order uh he had told me you know the latest news on it is that some of the pre-orders are probably not going to go out until next year yeah i mean it's like it's went like full-blown hysterical you think that freddie mercury has been resurrected and saying they're doing a queen reunion you know it's oh that would be so awesome (laughs) it's just kind of like that it's like went like hotcakes and thinking wow I don't have a chance in hell on getting hold of anything at the moment, so I guess I'll wait then. I was gonna wait, think, but even more so now. I think um I think the biggest issue, honestly, I used to participate in the whole console war. Um just because like I was edgy and it, I thought it made me cool. But like the older I get, I sit here and I, I look back on it. It's like, you know, the thing is though, at least at least gaming is cool now. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, we don't have as many people who are getting bullied and, you know, getting, like, their heads dumped in toilets. I mean, not saying that doesn't still happen, but at least, you know, it's finally become mainstream enough to where, like, like, it's not as, it's not as bad now. And it's, it's like, at least people are gaming. And I, and I, that's the most important part is at least people are gaming now mm-hmm. it's kind of earned a lot more attention because like for example the BAFTAs have their own game awards as opposed to you know like their film and television awards um yeah still still a little bit silly but how Red Dead 2 was handled by the BAFTAs but you know God of War, I'm not saying that they didn't deserve it. I've not played God of War 4 just yet, but the series as a whole is a really good series. So, you know, Santa Monica had done a really good job. So, I'm 
still waiting to play that. I just need to finish playing Spider-Man first. So, <laughs> which if you've not played Spider-Man, play Spider-Man. It is awesome. And I'm not a big comic book Marvel geek. So, but I still have a soft spot for the old Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. I've not, I've not watched Andrew Garfield versions yet. But, yeah, there's just something so campy and cheesy about the Tobey Maguire ones. The third one, though, I know, I wouldn't watch that again. I wouldn't do that to myself. I saw that on an airplane going to Florida. And, you know, it's never a good good idea to watch a really key film when you're on an airplane because you can't exactly get up and walk out. But, you know, I mean, you could, but, you know, there'd be consequences to doing that. So, yeah. No, there's just just something so cheesy, so cheesy and campy. I just love it. And Alfred Molina's Doc Ock is just that 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 scene. And I think it's like the bank robbery, and he's like got Aunt May on the side of the building. Mm-hmm. How <laughs> waffle key. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I think like especially now with the with the invention, well not the invention, but with the um, incorporation of uh, cross platform, I think that's kind of easing a little bit of the of the console war. At this point, it's just like, can we just can we just not have console wars? Let's just all enjoy gaming and let's all find a way to game together. I think I don't I don't know about yourselves, but. I've got an opinion in regards to kind of like the nerd community as a whole. There's faction. There's like well, there's factions within the nerd community. You've got like the anime anime nerds, got like comic book nerds, um, gaming nerds, tabletop nerds. You know the likes. Um, Excuse me, but- I prefer to be called a geek. There's nothing wrong with nerd. <laughs> nothing wrong with nerd. Nerd geeks. You know, it's under the same umbrella. Proud of being a nerd or proud of being a geek. There's nothing wrong with it now. But um, yeah, the, I think one thing that unites us all essentially is we could be very picky and very quite selective with, you know, things that we agree on. Like, prime example, um, I know that developers at Insomniac Games have obviously had to d- essentially defend themselves over the past week or so because. Obviously, you've got the new Spider-Man game coming out on PS5 and PS4 as well, which I'm looking forward to. But for the PS5 remaster of Spider-Man, which came out two years ago, they've uh, redone Peter Parker's face model. Mm-hmm. And people were going absolute ballistic. I mean, yeah, it's it's quite jarring considering that I've literally just finished playing it with his old face model and to me, that's that's Peter Parker, but you know, it's if that's a creative thing that they've done for their own reasons, then well, who are, who are we to say? Who are we to kind of dictate? We're not the game developers, so. <laughs> but you know, sending death threats to, you know, like anybody in regards to killing any form of media, it just makes you think. You know, it's not real. <laughs> yeah, not real. I've never understood that. Like. Real. If you don't like something, then just don't buy it. Like, I've, like I've never absolute, understood that. It's like the absolute shitstorm, pardon the French, that Laura Bailey had to go through 
when she was playing Abby in The Last of Us. I mean, you can say what you want about Abby as a character. I liked her as a character. I know that's very, very controversial, but you know, who's to say that you can't like villains? I mean, how many people out there that, you know, love the hell out of like Snape or Draco Malfoy? How many people love, you know, uh, Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal? You know? Or, you know, you've got, you've got Loki. Like, yeah. He, he's very, very people popular. Love yeah. People love villains and she's a complex villain. I mean, I could go into a whole spiel about, you know, my own opinion about The Last of Us 2 and, you know, art subjective and it is, games are an art form, but she really did not deserve like the venom that she was getting thrown for playing a fictional character that, yeah, people might not have agreed over, but at the same time <laughs> they're not real. It's fiction. Well, and that's like... You know, that separation between fiction and reality. It's like anyone that, anyone that plays a villain, they, they end up getting like all sorts of, of death threats and it's like... <sighs> There's a it, person behind that character. Yeah. And I, I think it's it's now like like you know, now we can we can all talk online and you know everything is semi anonymous and, and things like that. So people think that there's no consequences for what they you know what they're saying and all this stuff. Words and it's hurt. like yeah, words hurt and that, that stuff sticks with you for forever. So it's like could you could you not? <laughs> Especially if you know if the person's getting, you know, death threats and threats of assault and not only just them but you know like their families their friends and it's like there's a line there's a line that you shouldn't cross i mean have that mutual respect for everybody at least or at least try to i mean yeah you might not personally like you know agree with that character's you know like way of doing things or like the actions that they've done i mean prime example <laughs> i can't stand micah in red dead too i think that goes for most people but would i go out my way to you know harass peter blomquist no if anything i would applaud the guy because he played an absolute blinder being micah because i've never felt that rage for a character before so i have to give him prompts for that <laughs> yeah you I think I think I discussed this with you guys before, but I think that people tie and the reason why that you know like um, people get so upset with like characters or something happens to a character or if you change the way a character looks is I think that with certain characters in their head they 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 just they don't want it to change like yeah. change is hard, and so a lot of people are like. Oh, I don't. I don't like when things change. I like when things stay the same, and mm. it's, you know that's that's fine. You can you can think that, but like game gaming is like an ever evolving, ever changing thing, mm -hmm. mm. and like I mean Kratos, when he started out, he was like wiry buff, you know, like he was this wiry buff dude. He was angry all the time. He, you know, was like just not, you know, not a good person in no. the in the game in the first like couple three games, and then in this fourth one, it's like years later, he's in a different world. He's not wiry. He's like dad buff, 
doesn't have a stomach he's just thick basically <laughs> but he's not he's he still has that familiar rage mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. subdued it's it's cooler and wanted i would say yeah it's it's a it's a quiet rage that that's under the surface and he's he's like i'm staying out of it i'm staying out of this i'm staying out of that i'm not doing this i'm not doing that where it was like before he would charge in and he would like you know he would he would lead his troops into battle so i think that when you have like a character like joel who was with us for one game but he played as him for majority of that game with only just playing as ellie in the dlc and then you have this new game and you're like oh well uh do we get to play as Joel or do we get to play as Ellie and we get to play as Ellie and all the teaser trailers made it seem like you and Joel were going on an adventure again. People were vastly and, you know, very, very upset when that wasn't the case at all. Cause I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah, but I mean, it's, it's probably already too late, but yeah, when, <laughs> for all the people that haven't played it and don't, you know, don't usually like venture into the whole spoiler part of like uh, Twitter, which is the comment section. Um, but yeah, it's when when he when it wasn't the case, when it turned out that that wasn't the case, people it was like a a break in the curtain, so to speak. Mm. You know, like in the Wizard of Oz, where they think that Oz is this big giant powerful wizard and then peek around the curtain and it's just like this old man who who works with who works dealing with illusions because he's a he's a washed up magician so but yeah it's it's like that it's like a break in the curtain it's Joel is no longer this strong powerful character that you are so used to that a lot of people tie their personalities up in like they care about what happens to him just like how we were with uh, Arthur as we cared about mm-hmm. what happened to him by the end of the game um, but they wanted Joel to, to be around longer but their their anger at the story and their anger at the game studio for going in that way was not exercised in the correct no the correct way and by doing so they they were they they had uh showcased the the ugliness that can happen you know Mm. that can happen when you when you have a lot of people that are not very happy with about about something and uh, in a way, the, the game community can be a lot more vicious than, you know, just like some random person because um, just like instead of like uh, just a random person that you come across on Facebook because there's there's a lot of gamers. There's a lot there's a lot of us um, and a lot of us in you know, a lot of them are like, oh, no, this isn't the case. And so, yeah. So when the, the studio was getting like death, like death notes or death tweets and like stuff like that, you know, it was just, it was it was just not a good look, you know. Like it it was it made me sad because I was just like, look, I understand that you might not like the direction the story went, and I understand that you might not like what the what the studio decided to do, but like, 
that's not okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, none of that is okay. And, yeah, like, to me, like, I I have... I have fallen in love with with different series and I've fallen in love like book series or movie series or television shows and when it gets to the point of it, it heads in a direction that I don't like or I don't agree with then I just I quit watching or I quit playing or I quit you know I whatever I quit buying it I don't like that's the direction that they felt like they needed to go at the time that's the direction they felt was right and and they're trying new things or maybe they're running out of ideas who knows but the simple fact is it's not for it's not just for me and i think that's the problem is because uh, because a lot of these like gaming experiences or with like movies and books is they do feel very personal so you do you can get caught in the trap of feeling like mm-hmm. this is just for you um, but there's there's hundreds, thousands, millions of people that they have to try and please and try and you know keep around. So it makes sense that it would be drastically different. And you may not like this one episode, you may not like this one book, you may not like this whatever. But mm. like, if you don't like it, just move on. Like, not everything has to be catered exactly to your liking and yeah it 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 sucks and it's heartbreaking when you're really really into a movie or a game or whatever and suddenly it just doesn't fit your vibe anymore but that doesn't mean that like down the line it'll fit your vibe again like you can always come back or you know just be like okay well here's this one thing that i didn't like and you know i'll just i'll just move on but there's no there's no sense in like and then it's 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 to me it's the equivalent of yelling at the cashier over the prices. The cashier did not set the prices. Hmm. And that's like, you know, with actors and in whatever medium, like they're just reading a script. Like they're just they're just playing these characters. They they didn't write these scripts. They didn't hmm. produce the show. So and even then, like, that's no excuse to go out and send people death threats. I don't care who they are. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's, I don't know. Sometimes I like being part of the gaming community. And sometimes I feel like, you know, it's it's just like with anything sometimes you like being a part of it and sometimes you hate parts of it and it's not so much like I want to leave it's it's so much that I don't like parts of it but I'm I want to be like a positive voice essentially mm-hmm. for this you know like I want to like I I want to change the way and or the scope in however way that I can in in changing how we interact with like each other and the people that make games and like the the people that are play characters in games the voice actors and you know performance capture and the actors and all of that you know yeah um but actually this is like a, a really good like uh, topic um, that I want to continue talking about uh, uh, 
but I, I realized that we also were supposed to be talking about like fall stuff, but this is actually, <laughs> this is actually pretty good because it goes into fall because usually around fall, I want to play certain types of games mm -hmm. that I remember as a kid, like um, Legend of Zelda or like Metal Gear or like uh, Animal Crossing current mm. my sister is is playing animal crossing and she's like i've got the pumpkins and i'm just like pumpkin patch pumpkin patch pumpkin <laughs> patch and i and i lament that we can't make things in animal crossing we can't make food because if so then i'd be like they're gonna get these villages are gonna want to move away because i'm gonna be giving them all kinds of pumpkin pumpkin based things um so yeah it's Around this time, uh, around fall, I usually get uh, not just stolic for like things, um, like music or certain kinds of movies. You or... did it again. Yeah, I did it again. I know I did. Nostalgic. Nostalgic. <laughs> I know I did it again. <laughs> I was thinking, what? I did it. <laughs> for you Jackie <laughs> oh I see I see I see <laughs> but yeah um around this time um I would usually be playing a lot of rock band with friends so we'd go over to each other's houses and we would just like set up rock band and we'd play and there was a song that we would always play when it started to get cold we had at least play it once a week or once every few like weeks and it was like called Jagged Gorgeous Winter and it's a it's a really really like good song. So around this time, I would usually uh, listen to that song, look at like fall based food, think of like places that I'd like to visit. Um, and I I know that you guys had told me before we started um, that you don't really do a lot of like fall based stuff. You're uh, like um, I don't know if it's Halloween here in the United States is like huge, big, gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> but Halloween in like other parts of the world might not be a, as much. Because I've I've been in the States when they've been getting ready for Halloween. Like for example, um Disney World. Um I can remember oh, this would have been two thousand eight thereabouts. Um it was 15 at the time and it was during the October holiday break um I think I've mentioned before um that one story with my dad's head getting clamped in the car <laughs> car trunk yeah um it was during that same vacation um a lot of the parks were you know getting ready for Halloween um like from the Universal Parks to Disney Parks because you know there was like a lot of Jack Skellington Nightmare Before Christmas kite merchandise being flogged in the shops. Um, we weren't there for Halloween, but I think it would have been cool to been there for Halloween. Because um, I think that, that well, that's one movie you would have to kite watch around about that time. Is well, a lot of the Tim Burton movies, really? I would say because um, I know it's not necessarily like a Christmas movie or thereabouts, but it's. Because Edward Scissorhands, I, I have a soft spot for that movie. Um, it's quite Christmassy, I would think. Um, Corpse Bride's another good one. I remember seeing that in the cinema years ago. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> you you had said something about a bonfire night. Yeah, yeah, bonfire night. Um, and also you said like a uh, it was a pagan pagan ritual. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but bonfire night. Um, for any of the the Brits in the the audience that'll be listening, you'll know. Um, there's usually local firework displays, but obviously would be cancelled now in, in regards to you know the old Rona situation. Um, situation. What the, the hell was the hell was that? <laughs> Not like situation. Well, I know the title I'm of this week's episode. I'm sounding like Sean Connery, but you know it's <laughs> play up to the stereotype. Come on, but um, no, um, no, like bonfire night is essentially got well. It's when Guy Fox got caught with a crap ton of barrels of gunpowder on the parliament back in like 1605, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And like the, there's the joke that he was the only person to ever enter parliament with true and honest intentions and he had the actual resources to see it through. <laughs> um, the, only, the only reason why his name's you know, synonymous with, you know, November the 5th is because he was the one that was caught. And yeah, dragged his ass to the Tower of London Tortured him on the rack. Um, tortured him that badly that he died before they got the chance to hang drone and quarter him. But they still went ahead and done it anyway, even though he was dead. But, you know, back in those days, you know, public executions, people, like, took the day off work to, you know, see some crook getting, you know, vivisected in front of, you know, a live audience, essentially. But, you know, people, people wanted to see that. So, yeah, we just went ahead and done it anyway. But um, yeah, the the pagan thing was an interesting one. I think that was about two years ago. Um, that was Edinburgh. It was on top of Carlton Hill in Edinburgh. Um, it was my friend that suggested it. So there was a, there was a big group of us. Uh, not really big, but it's like pitch dark. It was freezing as it is in Scotland. Surprise, surprise. But um. No, there was like a lot of people because I think it attracts a lot of tourists. Well, Edinburgh in general attracts a lot of tourists, but I think for this even more so because it was like a bunch of druids, you know, waving fiery sticks and just off their tits on something. I don't know what, but <laughs> they were having they were having fun and obviously expressing themselves and doing what druids do, I suppose. But you know, it's. I can remember thinking, I have no idea what this is that I'm watching. It's cool. You've got all their puppets and, you know, they're doing their weird, well, we say it's weird, but, you know, it's it's basically what was like in the old country prior to Christianity coming along. So, Mm -hmm. like anywhere that, you know, wasn't touched by Christianity would have had their own traditions and, you know, series of like folklore and the likes and, you know, then the folk with the crosses came along and says, that's bad. So you should, like, you know, pray to the woman that had an immaculate conception, you know, do that. That's that's more sensible. I'm not bashing religion, you know, if if you follow a specific faith or any faith, whether you are pagan or, like I said, any any faith out there, that's no business of mine. You, can, you have the freedom to follow and believe what you want to believe. Hmm. No judgment for me. If anything, I'm curious about it. It's like, well, tell me about it. 
because I'm ignorant as hell. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't bash my, people if they were of any faith. So, I think one of my favorite sayings is do no harm, but take no shit. Yeah. Yeah. But no, if, if you ever get the chance, uh, I don't know how regular it happens. And imagine it happens quite regular in Edinburgh, I think. I don't know. But if anybody ever manages to find their way in Edinburgh, run about Halloween, check that out because it's um, it's, it's an interesting thing to say it's to see, and you won't know what you're watching. <laughs> like I said, a bunch of druids baked off their tits on something, but I don't, I don't know. That's me being just you know a bit cynical about it, but you know they were harmless enough. But um. No, it culminated on, <laughs> I, I think it actually came off a night shift, so I was like really sleep deprived. Yeah. And come the end of the night, my eyes were hanging like a basset hound. Um, and I, I imagine it's the same, like if you're from any city or any place, the last train or bus back on public transport. Yeah, the last train back from Edinburgh is... Well, that's something. That's something. <laughs> Should I just say, the last time I was on the last train back would have been literally just last last year, round about this time. Um, yeah, bunch of bunch of piss heads getting on at Waverly Station, and then, oh no, I was wanting my bed so bad. <laughs> Thinking these kids, can they just shut up, please? I hate public transport because of this. <laughs> Yeah, it's, um, like, uh, I, I've gotten off of work, like, really late once as well, and, and I've never taken public transport. Uh, I did a couple of times, like, with friends or, like, with family, but never, but never, like, to and from work, because it's just too spread out here where I live, Same. so... So, uh, yeah, it's it's its own special brand of weirdness, yeah. especially especially when you start getting towards like uh, winter and fall and things like that, um, because then you have a lot more people just trying to escape onto the bus because it's cold mm -hmm. and it might be raining or it might be snowing and they're just like. I would like the bus, please. <laughs> Remember, this this wasn't necessarily fall, but it was winter. It was, I think it was February. It was like a good few years ago. It was in London, and uh, <laughs> I think we're just been coming back from seeing Mamma Mia. That was not my choice. That was um, my mom and my aunt's and her friends' idea. Um, it was a good show, nonetheless. Um, can't go wrong with Abba, but. Is yeah, it? I almost got garroted on the London Underground. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like all packed in like sardines and I had a big thick scarf around my neck. And I, I'm like 5'1", so I couldn't see jack shit. Pardon the French. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I, c I couldn't see it then compacted in. And then next minute, I just felt something on the scarf of my neck, like somebody's hand pulling back. I think they were trying to grab my hood of my big winter jacket. But they grabbed the scarf instead. I remember just being yanked back and about choked. In fact, no, I did choke. <laughs> oh, no. But I remember my aunt stepping forward. like, she can't move. Because, 
yeah, the scarf got grabbed and I got shoved, and I remember thinking, is this how I die? <laughs> what a stupid way to die. <laughs> I was like, choked to life on the London Underground. What a way to go. Tell that tell that to some Paul at the Pearly Gates, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness. Jackie, is there anything that you you like to do when it starts to get not as hot? <laughs> yeah because it very rarely gets cold here um although if you if you look at the way that uh, most people around this area anything below 70 and we're and everyone's freezing to death not me because i'm the oddball i love when it starts to get cold um when i was a kid uh whenever things would start to get cold um we would my mom would always make um each night she would make um either hot chocolate and we would curl up in front of the in front of the TV, and we would watch Britcoms, because um, we we loved them. We loved Britcoms, and um, or we would make um, apple cider, just something just something warm. And then of course, when it starts to get cold, about this time of year, it becomes soup weather. So um, all like we break out all the soup recipes and all the chili recipes and everything. It's like ah oh, yes warm soup and um we per let's see me personally i like finding um like the uh like old halloween movies that i watched when i was a kid so like don't look under the bed or halloween town nightmare before christmas hocus pocus and i love i love watching the 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 spoopies um and on and for me personally um i i like to take october um as a time to reflect and to remember because not only was like are there a lot of birthdays but a lot of people that i i care about have passed on in october um i'm not getting emotional I had to clear my throat. There's a difference. Anyway. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people that passed on. And like in the in the spiritual community, a lot of people believe that um, around this time, the, the veil between our world and the spirit world is thin. And so I know like in a lot of, especially um, Spanish speaking cultures, they have, you know, the day of the dead. And you know, this is also a time of reflection and remembrance, um, which is really funny because I've, I've kind of always done that. I've always been into the spoopies. So it was like, ah, oh, yes, the, the veil is thin. Now is the time to fuck with some ghosts. Get the Ouija board. <laughs> Break out the Ouija board. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of turned more into a into a spiritual practice at this point of like, ah yes, spoopy time, but also sad spoopies. <laughs> um <Yeah>. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um oh goodness. We don't uh my my family and I we don't celebrate Day of the Dead because while we're while we're you know, Hispanic, we're not, um, we're, we're from the island, so it's a little bit different. Um, we don't, we don't celebrate Day of the Dead, but we, we know of it, we understand it, and 
in a way we have our own sort of tradition for it mm-hmm. but um but yeah it's it's very interesting you know just just what people do during like fall just just the way that the things shake out sort of you know like the the way that we uh let me see if i can find my words <laughs> I think I found them here in the corner, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's like for summer we have like I always think it's interesting that for each like season we have specific things that we do only for that season, unless you live in a place where it's either cold year round or it's hot year round, you know, mm-hmm. and so and so it's like. For fall, we eat fall type of foods. We don't eat ice cream during, you know, like the fall and the winter. Speak for yourself. Well, I do. I do because then I don't have to worry about it melting. Thank you. Yeah. Of course, then again, I'm also the type of person that could literally eat soup and chili all year round. And apparently that's weird. (laughs) Soup and chili is good. Exactly. You know, like you put chili on your hot dogs during the, like... Like, and like cheese. Why can't I eat like the chili by itself? (laughs) Exactly. Like, I don't care if it's 112 degrees outside. I want soup. Hmm. (laughs) But yeah, it's, I always think it's interesting that there are specific things, specific, like sort of many rituals that we, each of us do when it gets to a certain point. I've got one. I've got one. What? So the the telltale sign that fall is here in Louisiana, and it happens like this every year, there is a moment where, like, it'll be so hot, like, uh, because we have a lot of humidity here. Yeah. It's basically like walking out into a wet sock all the time. But, like... So you'll walk out in the morning and it'll be like 80 degrees and it's like 7 a.m. And it's like, this should be illegal. I'm pretty sure we need to arrest Mother Nature because this is illegal. Um, This is torture. But you'll walk out one morning and all of a sudden there's like a cool breeze that will blow through. And it's like, you can take a breath and it's not filled with wet sock. It's like, fall. And then... (laughs) um, at some point like someone will start like burning leaves and the the just the smell of people burning leaves is just like that to me that cool breeze and the smell of people burning leaves like that is that is fall to me yeah yeah i I understand that yeah because it's like uh here it does get cold during like the fall and the winter, but it really depends. It usually ends up being like hot until like December, but every spor- like sporadically during like the the months that are fall, like October, November, you know, it will it will have like cold days, cold mornings before it it heats up. So people, there are a lot of houses here have. Um, like fireplaces and so like you will you'll walk outside when it starts to get 
really cold and you'll start to smell like people burning wood and things like that so you'll smell like hickory or mm-hmm. or it's like this it's like this weird not really weird but it's like this very faint but like distinct smell and it's not exactly firewood but it's not exactly burning leaves so it's like it's like a mix of of like things and when you walk outside yeah like you you smell it and you're just like fall is here and I always always think of that it's like this sort of strange little thing where it, it, it brings you memories or a feeling that you're not exactly sure where this feeling is coming from but you just kind of feel it like is it not nostalgia no <laughs> it's it's like to to me it feels like this deep longing mm-hmm. or something but you're not exactly sure what it is and so some people if they believe in past lives and stuff like that they're just like it's because something significant happened during fall i'm just like Maybe I'm just feeling a deep longing for the ability to make s'mores. I, don't know. <laughs> I know, I know for me personally, um, when it started to get cool, my grandfather would, um, like he had, he had a, a fireplace. And so when it started to get cool, he would, um, he would always start up his, uh, his fireplace. And like, so the smell of, a uh, a fireplace burning is like it to me it is nostalgic so it's like once everyone like tur- like kicks on their 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 fireplaces and they you know they everything starts burning it's like ah oh, yes and so it is kind of like a, a almost like a bittersweet memory at this point but it, and it's like it, it's kind of also a sign of closure i guess because mm-hmm. it stopped like it it stops like certain things stop hurting after a while and it, it becomes more peaceful i think hmm. yeah yeah so i don't know i like fall i like spring and fall and I like the summer, but I like the summer specifically for certain things I can do that I can't do when it's like fall and spring because it might be a little too cold. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things. Like for for myself, um, uh, like I said, for I I usually look for games or movies or or like. Um, things that I would usually do but every fall um my parents would they would try to get us out of the house so we may go and look at like the leaves or um we may go over to people's houses especially when it starts getting closer to like Thanksgiving or just like in general there there a couple of times we might go out to a cabin in, in the woods and we would go and you know do s'mores and make stuff over campfires and just have like a nice sort of like outside of the city outside of town kind of vacation mini vacation so yeah um like fall and fall things 
It's it's definitely something I would look forward to. And for our listeners, I, I guess we can ask them what is like something specific you like to do when it starts getting colder where they live. I'm not going to say for fall because some might live in a place where right now it's the summer mm-hmm. and they're just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> or spring, I guess, would be more accurate. You know, or it's, yeah, or it's spring or something and they already had fall. But yeah, like what is what is a specific like type of food or what is a specific type of like thing you like to do during the fall? Hmm. I I love when it gets cold. Like that that is the time when I thrive. It's like, yes, finally it's cold. Yay. It's my time now. <laughs> this is my time to shine. But um, just a quick announcement before we end the episode is that on Fridays, Nicola are playing games. Just a reiteration, just like we were talking about at the beginning, Nicola and I are playing games on, on Fridays together. And then on Mondays, Nicola is playing by herself. So that's 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because I'm in the U.S. But it would be 8 o'clock for Nicola. Um, so it would be 8 p.m. UK time and Mm -hmm. those are your basis to kind of figure out what your what your time what what time it would it would stream you know if you're like um if you're if you're like in the UK or you know Asia or the Middle East then you know of course the the times are going to be different and for the US the times are going to be different as well so three o'clock would for like the western seaboard would be like 12 p.m. and for central it's like an hour or two behind so it'd be like one or two mm-hmm. so yeah so just a quick announcement for that and also I'm really excited about the picture I did that's it <laughs> <laughs> also I feel like um I feel like it should be like thrown out there into into the masses to see um, we are discussing the idea of starting a Discord server. So for like all of our listeners, um, you can find out what like what games we're playing. Because I mean, obviously, we're very active on like Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. But you know, for people that want to interact without a, a character limit, things like that, um, just kind of see how we are in casual conversation. I'm gonna just gonna go ahead and apologize now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah we're just tossing the idea around um so if anyone would be interested in that we're also talking about um playing like certain games and seeing if some of our listeners would like to play with us uh one of those games being um among us which if you've been on youtube or you follow any of the gaming channels you know is has become incredibly popular right now amongst streamers and we're also talking about playing uh phasmophobia which is another really popular streaming game and it's right up there with all the spoopies so just throw just throw that out there we'd like to hear your feedback if you think uh discord server would be cool then we'll get on that um keep in mind it some of like we are we are working full-time jobs and we are we are busy to a degree so some things may take a little time or we may not be as active in certain regards on some days but we you know we'll get to I'll, it. I'll try and be 
fairly active on on behalf of Catherine and Jackie since uh, Nubbins here ain't working at the moment. So. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're gonna try our time. I have nothing but time. Aside from driving lessons, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try our best to to interact with you guys as much as we can, just so that you guys don't feel left out or, or anything like that. We're definitely trying to, um, you know, just trying to get out there so we can we can uh, make you guys feel special because you guys are awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, little little disclaimer when it comes to myself. Um, I'm quite shy, so yeah, I think there's reasons why I get called gopher as well by Catherine and Jackie. Um, I'm a bit like a turtle in regards to, you know, staying, staying in my shell. Um, I've, always, I've always been that way, and as soon as somebody says hello, it's like, the hell? Who? They're speaking to me. Why? <laughs> it's like, I didn't, warrant, I didn't warrant this interaction. What do I do? We, we should have called you a meerkat anything, but you know, oh well. We, we should have called you a meerkat instead. Like, I feel like we've missed out on a really good opportunity. Well, I still go with gopher. I still like gopher. <laughs> okay, so I think to end our to end our episode today, I have a I have a thing pulled up which uh, I may well, I'll probably save it and share it to our Twitter once this episode airs. What is your Halloween costume? So, so it goes by the month you were born plus the day you were born. So, what is everybody's Halloween costume? Mine makes no sense at all. <laughs> um, I feel like that is a little bit weird. Okay. Uh, I was born in, on April 25th. Um, so, mine is a sexy flan. <laughs> flan is it's a caramel based kind of pudding and it tastes delicious and you're missing out mine's is june 15th and i am a sexy bungalow <laughs> i don't know how that'll work i mean i don't know if we put laundry on the picket fence but you know it's or maybe like i said a fake pair of boobs or ass on the door or I don't know but that's that's uh you're the honeymoon bungalow yeah <laughs> I mean a, bung- a bungalow is usually this is a whorehouse could be that I suppose a bordello uh, yeah it's it's mostly just it's mostly just uh sort of like a, a little wooden shack of sorts it's like a, a wooden a wooden or, or shack usually by the sea. So yeah, that's yours. I just realized my yes. words whorehouse. That was disrespectful. I do apologize. Well, it's actually really funny because I was born on October thirteenth, so I am a horse biscuit. <laughs> a horish biscuit? A horish biscuit, yep. Uh, I put myself out there with all of my fluffy flaky goodness. <laughs> Well, it's it's also a cookie in, in, in the UK, isn't it? Exactly. So yeah, dear. Yeah, your 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 guys uh 
version of a biscuit is what we would probably call a scone or scone, depending on where about you are and how posh you are, I suppose. But you know, <laughs> a scone, a scone, German scone, it's jam, a cup of tea. <laughs> All right, so now that we have our Halloween costumes picked out. <laughs> uh, I cannot guarantee that Does I that mean I'm going to have to drag a whole ass bungalow around, around with for doing trick-or-treating. Yes. Well, you, it could be like a, it could be like a, what you call it? It could be like a, house. <laughs> it could be like a cardboard house. Yeah, it could be like a cardboard robot, um, cardboard robot like costume. So then you would just basically put a a cardboard box over you and maybe like a little like the awesome costume in South Park. <laughs> yeah. That would be um, as a man. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> South Park right. references, yay. <laughs> All right. So now that we have our Halloween costumes picked out and we we have discussed fall rituals and things that we like okay. about fall and whatnot. Eventually, we got to that subject. We eventually did. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fine. Uh, we did get to it because it, it the the topic that we were discussing was something that we really needed to talk about, mm-hmm. or I felt like we we it was something that would be great to talk about, mm-hmm. um, especially because it's it's something that affects us as as a whole as like gamers and things mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, it's fine. <laughs> But yeah, so thank you all so much for listening and we will catch you next week and just keep an eye out on what else spoopy we have going on. Thank you for joining us around the campfire. We'd like to thank Brett Van Donsel for providing the music and you can find more of it on his website at brettvandonselmusic.com You can find us on Twitter at CameoGang1899 and on YouTube at Around the Campfire Podcast. This is Catherine, riding off, and we'll see you around, cowpokes.